Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Well, before I, I go into today's conversation, I want to say a very big thank you to everybody. Today I put up Jola Speaks on LinkedIn and I got a lot of wonderful responses privately and otherwise. Thank you so much and thank you to everyone listening to me. I hope like I have learned a lot honestly through this process i feel each each episode is teaching me some things and i hope it's also teaching you something as, as well i like the fact that this is quite holy spirit inspired and i just follow his leading and speak as i go so back to our conversation today i'll continue our conversation on jonah are you jonahing for this episode i want to focus on more of the concluding part of um, the um, series, but specifically, I want to discuss Jonah three and Jonah four. But because of time, I can't read both chapters, so I'll just give you a summary of chapter three and discuss chapter four in more detail. So, in chapter three, right after the fish vomited him back on land, the word of God came to him and asked him to go back to go to Nineveh to talk to the people, and he did. It was a three-day trek journey. Just imagine trekking for three days. As God has le- led you to do something, it's a lot, right? And so he got there and started to speak about them. He cried and he, and he said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So he was saying these words. And then the people of Nineveh proclaimed a fast. The king laid um, down his robe and covered himself with sackcloth, same as the people as well, just to appease and beg God. And after God seeing this, what did he do as usual? He had mercy. He's a merciful God. Now that is chapter 3. Now chapter 4 is where I think we will discuss a bit more because it has a lot of points on Jonah's heart. I think we need we should, look, we should look into. So I'll quickly read from verses 1. And I'm going to read the New King James Version. So I read Jonah's anger and God's kindness. Verses 1, but it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became very angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die and and than to live. I'll just quickly stop there. So there are two reasons why Jonah was angry. One, he didn't believe the people of Nineveh deserved mercy. And he and you know, after going through the whole fish and uh, of the fish incident, being thrown into the water, it didn't change, you know, how he still saw them. That's why he was upset. One, two, ego. So in those days, when a prophet comes to you and, and says, oh, God, God says this, the authenticity of the prophet is shown when it actually happens. And because God had mercy on them, what he said would come to pass did not come to pass. So he was feeling like a false prophet. He was angry that, oh, wow, people would think I'm, I'm false. I don't know what I'm saying. But actually, it's because of what he was saying that God had mercy. But because the people that could not hear God from themselves, they didn't know what, what is true and what is not true. And so for him, it's feeling that, oh, wow, I've come here as you asked me to come, Lord, and you have now had mercy. So 
clearly they don't take me seriously they think i'm a false prophet my ego is crushed i'm upset about it so now let me continue to from verses four then the lord said it is it right for you to be angry so jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city then he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade till he might see what would come become of the city. So he was still watching and hoping that maybe the city will still be destroyed. <laughs> Continue from verse 6. And the Lord, Lord, the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might be shed for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned, the next day, God prepared a worm and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. Then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than live. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? Now here, just to digress a bit, here God is referring to the plant that um, he made overnight to kind of shade Jonah's um, um, head. And, and I continue, and he said, it is right for me to be angry even to death. But the Lord said, you, you have had pity on the plant for which you have not labored, nor made grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And here I am seeing God giving Jonah another chance for mercy. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city, in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right hand and their left, and much livestock? And it ends there. So I, I find, and I find it very interesting, despite Jonah's behavior, and as God is, God is love, he was still looking looking out for Jonah. He, he brought a plant to cover him so the sun doesn't burn him so much. And through bringing the plant and the worm eating the plant the next morning, God was showing to him that you didn't work for this plant. Yeah, this plant came and gave you shade. But you didn't work for it. So why are you angry with people that, you know, don't even know what they are doing? But he was still upset. And then God now took away the plant through the worm. So the worm came and ate, ate the plant. And then the sun, God sent the east wind with very hot sun to beat the Jonah's head and if and, and he was he, he kind of grew very faint and then he wished to die again and then God asked him is it right for you to be angry about the plant he said he's still angry he was still angry about it when God tried to explain to him and this is how God is with us he gives us so many chances this is the first, this is not the first time God gave Jonah a chance in this Bible in, in this in the Jonah text because in in the beginning the whole bottom of the sea um, incident, the belly, the, the, the belly of the fish was just God showing mercy. And it still continued here. But Jonah was still very angry. Now, the chapter ended very inconclusive because I'm not sure if Jonah actually accepted, you know, God's mercy and moved on or he just kept on bringing and being upset about, about what had happened to Nineveh and his um, ego being crushed. And I find that also... God had to speak to Jonah in a way he understood. And why do I say that? When God sent the storm and, well, they threw Jonah into the sea and the fish opened up his mouth and, and swallowed Jonah, it seemed very drastic. 
because I'm like, why did you have to go, go through all this, right? But you see, as I said the other day, that God meets us where we are. And here we go again. God had to create a plant. And then the next morning, before the next morning came up, send a worm to eat the out of the plant. And then um, send um, um, the east wind to ensure, to ensure that the sun hits Jonah's head really hot for him to realize something. And that's usually the way Jonah seemed to understand God. Now, taking this here, right, I'm, I'm bring, bringing this lesson back to us in these days, right? This, for me, what I've learned from this book is to not harden your heart. And for you or me, it, it may not be being wicked like, like Jonah was or, or having a, a, a unmerciful heart. It, it could be not listening to God's voice it, 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 for you. It, it could be God saying, oh, start this business or close this business down or do this or do or do x or give or whatever's asking you to do and you haven't done it it's a very similar situation and so many of us like myself i would i would say can and have been like jonah we've um we've heard what god has said we've run away run the other direction out of fear worry whatever it is and for me one thing that i would say continually helps me is is when I continually renew my mind and surrender to God. Surrender to what's asking me to do, even though it may not make sense to me, even though I can I would I do not understand it. For example, to um, when, when I had to put put um Jonathan on LinkedIn today, I, I I wondered and I pondered why. Like, you know, I'm fine, but then I felt God's leading quite strongly and I did it. So it was cons- consistently and continuously renewing my mind every time no matter how i feel and and to continue, continue to align with god's will and purpose for my life and fully surrender to his will because the more you surrender this fight of jonah where sun is beating his, his forehead sorry his hair because of and he's fainting because of because of the hot, the hot sun or where he's being thrown into the 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 um sea and swallowed by a fish will not happen because you have listened to god even earlier on i didn't it's not easy, but God help us. And I pray that whatever it is that you may be going through, that you may, be feel, you may feel it's quite tough for you to to swallow. Maybe God asking you to, to do something that is not is not something that your mind <laughs> phantoms. Your mind is still struggling with it. I pray God gives you peace about it and enables you to trust Him more to do what He's asking you to do. In Jesus' name, Amen. Have a wonderful evening. God bless you. Bye. I love you.